everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Feliz Diciembre, todos los dios. Matthew, como estas? Story bien. <laughs> Story uh, bien. Uh, mucha, yo, mucha. Uh, yo, Tango. What does Tango mean? I have. <laughs> I have. Um, yo, Tango, un fever, and the only. Uh, so it was more cowbell. Uh, belle de leche. <laughs> the, sure. The bell, of, the bell of milk. <laughs> we'll go with well, that. Actually, no, wait. Cow is, I forget. I've took three years of Spanish in high school. I forget. I took four. Is. A vaca. Vaca. A belle de vaca. You could be cursing at me right now and I would have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> the, uh, the one thing I thought was so unique with the Spanish language is that you're supposed, like, if you wanted to say chocolate milk, you were supposed to say leche de chocolate the milk mm-hmm. of chocolate um so the bell of cow <laughs> i honestly think we should start pronouncing things like that yeah i'll have the milk of chocolate please <laughs> to start a huge trend it's not chuggy anybody <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take uh, i'll take a marshmallow of the toasted kind most <laughs> before the podcast we were we were just pre-snacking we were pre-gaming to, mm-hmm. to give you all this positive energy That's that was bringing to you this what podcast. you have to do and and I was having some some Lance's crackers, the grilled cheese, because what other f- flavor I would have? The best. Um, and you had a stuff puff, a stuff and I never puff. knew what a stuff puff was. So those who don't know, a stuff puff is a marshmallow with chocolate stuffed in, in the middle of it. Um, and if you're wondering, does that work for s'mores? Yes, it does. I tried it out this weekend. Uh, we we had a fire uh, on Thanksgiving. A fire during the day. We had a fire. Uh, like a fire we had a fireplace we had a fire uh we roasted a a stuff puff uh and it's awesome it's this is a free ad i guess for a stuff puff right now sponsor whatever (laughs) right um and then so it's great for s'mores because all you need is the stuff puff and then the grand cracker on top you squeeze it spores already in there because the chocolate's on the inside you don't have to worry about layering the chocolate on top now is the chop is the chocolate is it well I guess I can't really not so the chocolate so when it's not toasted the chocolate is hard on the inside yes but But when obviously when you yeah it's not like it's not like a lava cake when you roast it but it it warms up interesting interesting Mm -hmm. uh but but in all seriousness Matt how how are you today how are things (laughs) I am wonderful um things are going well uh merry christmas everybody i can finally say that without being judged merry christmas uh, i'm wearing a fantastic really fantastic holiday sweater today um you can't see it because of my microphone uh basically it is wolf Ferrell, and uh it's a quote from tag of the Knights. It said uh, happy birthday sweet little eight pound baby jesus don't even know a word yet that's the best <laughs> that, that is the one of the best scenes out of will ferrell's uh, just accompaniment of just movies that he's done. The, the dinner it really table is. is best. It really is the best, <laughs> and especially the the bloopers at the end of it, where they just show like him and John C. Riley just going <laughs> off. The bloopers in that movie might be the funniest part of the whole movie. Like the the after the credits, mm-hmm. like did the big, ever, red, big red commercial. Did you <laughs> did you ever see Chef with John Favreau and? Um, Oh gosh, there's a couple others in it. So I it was I think it's a 2017 film. I was looking it up. Jenna and I were watching it last night, um, and it, it's interesting because Happy, who is an Iron Man, 
literally brought the whole MCU together. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it, and then Robert Downey Jr.'s in it, too, uh, which is even just more hilarious because they're all playing these really weird and unique parts. Um, but the John Favreau, who is a chef, uh, is an amazing chef, um, but he's limited by his restaurant owner. Uh, and he makes this fabulous food, but at the end credits, there was actually, I forget what chef it was, uh, but they were showing him how to make particular things, so that way when they shot it, he would actually be able to make the mm. food on camera. I was like, well, that's, I said, that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm sure it didn't taste that well, um, considering John Favreau was just, he was making a grilled cheese, but the grilled cheese looked really, really good. <laughs> I mean, that's smart. It makes it look more authentic. Yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. I mean that's I mean you kinda have to or else uh you know, right. you need a stand in and I don't know a stand in that doesn't do stunts that <laughs> can do stunts in cooking. Uh interesting. Yeah. Unless unless you just use like Flavor Town. Flavor guy might Fieri. be a little recognizable. <laughs> you gotta wear the flame shirt the entire uh, yes. time too. <laughs> yeah. And the goatee. And the goatee. You gotta, you gotta pull off the goatee. I mean, you can get right. close-ups, but you gotta get the goatee, so. Have you uh, heard, uh, I listened to an interview he did once, we're just off the rails to start this podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Um, did you know that, like, there's people, like, he will get tagged in posts on, like, Instagram of people saying, oh my god, thank you for meeting me and signing this, and it's not him. <laughs> like, people just dress up as him in random places and act like they are Guy Fieri. I've seen multiple times there was a YouTube channel they used to follow back in the day and they used to do like these large pranks um, and one of which was being a famous celebrity. So they literally hired like 30 photographers and they just attracted an entire crowd um, when it you know, when they were walking through New York City. It was Times Square. So, of course, everybody's falling behind. The cameras are snapping. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised that Guy Fieri is, is, is having some imposters because it's Flavortown, baby. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, look, when when you look like that, people are going to want to look like you. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> He's a pretty good looking guy. It's kind of an easy uh, outfit to pull off, too, not going to lie. It's not, uh, you know, anything in particular, like Louis Vuitton or anything like that. But it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's pretty straightforward. You could probably pick it up at your, your closest Walmart. Probably <laughs> could, and he's a good guy to impersonate. Like, he's, uh, everyone loves Flavortown. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, funny, <laughs> you and I both got a notification at the same time it's because we were in a group chat you're like looking to your left and mm-hmm. i was like yeah I, I was like i got that too it's from yep. trent yeah um, hr department is calling hr department is letting us know <laughs> um so good news uh that that i feel like sharing and i think i'm able to share speaking of trent trent got Uh-oh. his first shot of the vaccine this past week oh there it is yeah. clap it up for trent clap it, clap it up, for, it up trent. for trent there it is while we were required in our own roles in the funny business department our own HR manager had to get his first shot, so. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah, no, it was really good, but um, speaking of family, speaking of food, Matt, how was your Thanksgiving? How was everything? Nice little recap for everybody. It was wonderful. Um, I did not have a great Thanksgiving meal. However, that was not due to the part of anything that was cooked wrong. It all tasted fantastic. I was just having stomach issues on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's the worst. Um, I, I am not happy with report. I did not even finish my first plate on Thanksgiving. Uh, wasn't just fe- I just wasn't feeling good. I don't know what it was. Uh, I also just went to bed at like 7 o'clock at night on Thanksgiving. 
did you wet the bed or you went to bed? I went went to oh, bed. Sorry, I there was no wetting of the bed. <laughs> that did not happen. Yeah, my stomach just felt bad. Uh, and then after I ate, I just didn't, still didn't feel good. I was like, I'm just gonna lay down for a little bit. And I, I slept from like seven at night to like eight o'clock the next morning. Jeez. Yeah. You, you were on a trip, right? You were on a trip. We, we went to Seneca Lake. Uh, I'm happy to report I did not buy as much wine as I thought. Oh, good. So that's good. Good. Um, I don't want to say how much I bought because I feel like you're going to judge me. Me? Yeah. What, Matt? When have I ever judged you for something that you've done? Okay, so I bought the least out of everyone. <laughs> I love how that you had a limit. There. I love how you had to take a couple notches being like, I bought I the least. I bought a case and a half of wine. And a case is six? So I bought 18 bottles of wine. Not bad. Which I, in, in all reality, I could have bought a lot more. Like, the r- wine was very good. Um, but it was a fun weekend uh, with, with family. Uh, we did have a fire on Thanksgiving, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we actually left when we left. It was snowing, so we left the snow on the ground. Oh. So we got to see the first snowfall of the year. Uh, luckily, it wasn't enough to um, deter from delay travel. our travels, which was good. <laughs> uh, we went to this little like dive hotel for like dinner one night. Oh, that's um, nice. Mike, I did not. I'm going to text you a photo. Okay. Um, and if you would like to put this this lovely uh, bunny. In the podcast, please, please go for it. There's, there's um, a bunny. Oh, it's, it's something. Let me tell you. So this bunny that I'm about to text you, Mike, might be the scariest thing that I've ever seen on the face of the earth. I'm gonna put it. Holy yeah, put shit! It in. Right. Okay. So, uh, can you put that in? Yes. Oh my okay. god. So, is... if you okay. go to our YouTube channel Holy right now, get to this part. This bunny was just chilling in the corner of the restaurant. And I think it's cursed. I don't really know. Um, there was no, no story behind what the bunny means. I don't know why it's at a table by itself. I don't know why it looks like it's on LSD. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of felt like I was on LSD looking at the bunny. It's terrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. It looks like this bunny... It, you know, it's, it's hilarious because I... W- <sighs> You know, quick look, it looks like more of a Pikachu than it does an actual bunny. You know, it kind of looks like a peep on acid. Yeah. That might be the perfect way to describe this bunny. <laughs> a peep on acid that's been to Mardi Gras that's just totally taking yes. it down, chilling in the corner table. Um, a table for three. Oh, God. So you want to know is, the best part of... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, the bigger question is, what the hell's the bunny doing there? It's not even nowhere near Easter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But the best part of this whole hotel slash restaurant, whatever you want to call it, Mike, I ordered a Bud Light. It said it was a bottle of Bud Light. You yeah. know what I got? I got a giant-ass 24-ounce can. <laughs> they were just selling those for, like, five bucks. I'm like, this is awesome. Boy, they really needed to sell their stock, I guess. It That's- was a hell of a place, man, let me tell you. And I'm definitely going back at some point. So, so Matt, believe it or not, catching up from the week, uh, I actually went wine tasting with Jenna this weekend. Did you? Yeah, I did. So we were at a festival um, at a local ice cream shop that was back in September. Uh, and there was this wine place that had, was giving out samples. And, of course, I, I bought myself a, a nice bottle because, you know, it'd be weird if you were at a festival, you try samples, and then you end up not um, buying any wine. Right. Like, That'd it, be rude. Gentlemen, 
or or uh-huh. ladylike. Uh, I also got uh, Small Business Saturday. Hopefully, everybody supported their small businesses on Saturday. I got more cheats from this beautiful place. Uh, I always mess it up, and I want to be sure that I say it correctly. Um, I think it's called Spoppy's, uh, Spoppy Pete's, but let me double check just to make sure. Oh, um, sounds like an interesting place. Oh, dude. It's amazing. The guy actually recognized me. I was very surprised. Wow. He's like, you look familiar. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Um, yeah. No, it was it was really cool. Um, so we, we ended up uh, going to this wine tasting. And Matt, let's talk about wine tastings for a little bit. Yeah, um, let's do it. With wine tasting, uh, mm-hmm. do you think that what 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 is the most appropriate pour for a wine tasting? Mm. See, this is an interesting discussion to have. Um, I will say this <clears throat> now: up in Seneca, like there's forty wineries. I mean, there's got to be more than forty wineries yeah, up there. Lot. We obviously didn't hit all of them. Um, so there are some that give better pours than other. I th- I think. A good pour for a wine tasting, I think, is three to four sips per per glass. Okay. Because uh, there's yeah, some places that'll give you, like, a sip, and it's like, what are we doing? Like, I can't taste it. Like, I want to be able to smell it. I want to be able to take a sip, think about it, take another sip. And really, the second, third sips is really where you find out if you like the wine. Sometimes okay. you can find from the first sip, like, this is for me, maybe it isn't. But I, th- I think a good three to four sip glass of wine is appropriate tasting because, and, and it depends on how many you do. I mean, we did a lot of tastings, so we didn't care if we didn't get a lot of wine. But a lot of places nowadays do seem to give you bigger pours than usual. Gotcha. Um, so the name of the, the it's Spoppy uh, Sean's Smoked Cheese. Wow. Um, it, beautiful. I got pepperoni uh, for a block. Um, and then pepperoni the last cheese? one. Yeah, pepperoni cheese. Oh, I gotta save you some when you come down. It's it's oh, it's beautiful. It's so good. Has a little aftertaste. He's very very good presenter. Um, he actually has a cheese top hat that he likes to wear. Like it's fake, oh, that's but awesome. it's a cheese top hat. Um, so when Jen and I went wine tasting, we were looking for a particular wine um, that I won't release on the podcast for the reason why we were wine tasting. Uh, and the lady, like typical, Jenna said it best. Typical, like grandma christmas with her christmas vest on you know that type of demographic and you know i I, we explained why we were there um and you know she was she had already pre-poured samples but she just kept feeding us man like and it wasn't like sip sip portions like i kid you not it was probably like i would say we i think jenna jenna and i could wholeheartedly agree we had a glass of wine while we were there and this is not like a wine place like you know you're going to those particular places like that's what they're they're there for is for wine but like Mm -hmm. this is literally a grocery store and a winery that's in the back (laughs) so like that's awesome meanwhile on the produce and the frozen meats like you have a wine tasting in the back of the room that's but uh yeah so so we we had some wine but uh thanksgiving was a little interesting for us we we had a little uh covid situation everybody's fine um matt i was so intrigued um first of all jenna did fabulous in all the stuff that she made uh sweet potatoes were fabulous Mm. um it, it literally tasted um 
like cinnamon, like a straight like si- like I would have probably eaten those things for breakfast if that was the case. So wow. Jenna was like, Jenna's probably when she comes into the the house for for this weekend, she'd probably be like, "You really compared my sweet potatoes to cinnamon?" And I'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> um, Wednesday, which was the yeah Wednesday before Thanksgiving, my co- colleagues were talking about corn casserole. And I was like, what is corn casserole? What? Um, now, where you have may have heard, it's baked corn. No? Baked corn? No. Baked corn. Um, so, yeah, Wednesday, I was like, I've never <clears throat> tried baked corn. I've never done it. Um, you know, I've never had it. Uh, and come to find out, when we went to Jenna's aunt, uh, we were having cream. Uh, we were having baked corn. I almost said cream corn. <laughs> we're, oh, I was gonna say, is that really different? Uh, so yeah, it's different. So the what is in the contents? Um, and I had to pull it up because you know I'm I'm really bad at this. Uh, it is a uh, the ingredients that I'm seeing here: cream corn, butter, eggs, flour, and sugar. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. So I thought it was great. I thought it yeah. tasted nice. Um, but that was that. And then we had a little fun weekend. It was a lot of traveling, man. Dude, I was, I, I could have listened to three episodes of the Funny Business Podcast. Damn, racking <laughs> but, up those miles. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, do you want to listen to this? Because like, we we're, we're driving on Friday. I was like, do you want to listen to the episode of the Funny Business Podcast? She goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, and, yeah. I have, a, I have a confession about Thanksgiving. Now, yes. I did not finish my, my plate, but... Bless me, start... for I have sinned. Okay, yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Um, hand up. I did not take one scoop of mashed potatoes. What? Did not take one scoop of mashed I was like, you know Kidding. what? No, because, again, I eat mashed potatoes all throughout the year. I, I never eat green bean casserole. I how many times you have mashed potatoes. No, I never eat green bean casserole all year round, so I had that. Um, I don't eat stuffing all year round, so I had stuffing. And then I took some turkey. I did take corn. I do eat corn throughout the year. Okay. But I'm a big I'm a big stuffing over mashed potatoes guy. I was like, you know what? If I take a second plate, I'll take a spoonful of mashed potatoes. Did not get to a second plate. So I did not have one ounce of mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving. I'm very disappointed, Matt. I'm disappointed because we didn't have mac and cheese. Yeah, but that doesn't take you away from having mashed potatoes. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Oh, okay. Sounds mm-hmm. great, Matthew. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was kind of that was kind of Thanksgiving, and 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 in a nutshell, um, Small Business Saturday was fun, as I mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I've never been able to participate in because we've always been in places where we don't have the facilities for that big man, as far as places to have a small business saturday um right we got a lot of shopping done let me tell you got a lot of extra shopping done i'm i'm like three things away from being finally done with my christmas shopping um, that's impressive technically technically four uh but i i think i think it was good i i i wholeheartedly encourage anybody next year or just generally daily or weekly to to, to support your local small businesses um, yeah, it's it's really the good thing to do right now. How's your Christmas shopping going, Matt? It's not. I'm not off to a hot start. Not that I can't find my things. I just wanted to be a little farther along at this yeah. point. 
Um, now, tonight, as of the recording, is Monday, still Cyber Monday. Might try to get some things done today. Uh, hopefully, hopefully by next episode recording, I'm in a better spot. Um, I have ideas. It's just more so I need to, oh. I need to wean it in. I thought you were talking about you, like, moving to a better spot to record the podcast. No. That what is, not what what is up meant. with me in interpreting your sentences here? I don't know, but it's making for great content. It really, <laughs> really is. Um, but, yeah, I, did, I actually did some shopping at, at Seneca Lake. You know, wine does make a good gift. Wine does make a very good mm-hmm. gift, man. I, I do have to agree with you, and I do have to second that. Um, especially beer, too. Beer, beer is great, too. Especially- Alcohol in general. Especially beer accessories, like anything like glass or, you know, a nice bottle opener or, mm-hmm. you know, something like a, like a Yeti. Like, that's always big. Like, Yetis are yep. were, were beautiful. I got this as a Christmas gift. I was so, so fortunate. Um, thanks, boss. Uh, but, but, yeah, alcohol. Now, the thing that we've always, Jenna and I have um, talked about this weekend, co-workers gifts. Those are always the trickiest of them mm-hmm. all. Those are tough. Uh, so we, I don't know if you guys do, but we at, at work, we do a Secret Santa exchange. We do a so, White Elephant Christmas. That's... Oh, okay. I do it that way. But, so uh, you don't get like a specific name? No, but continue. Okay. So we actually, we do like this online, it's called Elfster. I don't know if everyone's ever heard of it or if you've heard Elfster. of it. Elfster. So basically you all register and then it generates a name for you and sends it to only you. Oh, so it anonymously, cool. no one knows what you have. And let me tell you, some of the gifts get, get pretty funny, a little personal. Uh, it makes for a fun time. And then obviously, like, there are some people I'm going to buy some gifts for just because I'm a little closer with them and things like that. But it, it can be awkward because, like, sometimes, like, you don't always know the person that well, but you want to get them something. And it's, it's kind of like you don't want to, like, cross a fine line or anything like that. Yeah. Well, uh, we we do a white elephant exchange, and I think it's it's so fun to do um, because what we do is everybody buys a gift, um, and it's under a certain dollar amount, so it's under twenty bucks. As as all probably coworker colleague gifts are, um, it's then put in the middle of the area in which everybody's gathered in, and each one gets a number. They then pick a number. Um, and then we've actually done it multiple ways, but, but the way that I'll explain it is they'll pick it up and they'll open it up. Um, and then number two goes, number two will open a present and then they can see if they want to exchange, um, gifts with number one. And obviously, Mm. of course it gets larger and larger as more gifts get piled on. Um, but the gift can only be exchanged by a certain amount. So in the event in which we had it, it could have only been passed around three times. So the third person that got it, that person was locked in with that gift. That is, that is cool. I, I do like that. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys get like dressed up for it at all? Well, it, it originally we would have it um, on site um, for our, our party. Um, we'd also have to be able to bring in... Um, a dish or or some type of uh, amenity for uh, the party, but we're actually thinking of going offsite this year, which I'm oh. super stoked for because the choices that were made per restaurant wise, like it's it's worth it to actually. I don't want to say get dressed up, but like enough where like a button down and some khakis, like that's definitely like the point of going to this offsite thing. So interesting. So we do ours a little different. So we have our holiday Christmas party on a separate night. 
that we actually usually do off-site. We're actually going to change it up, do it on-site this year, which I think will be pretty fun. Um, I do get to bring a guest, so... Oh! Uh, uh-huh, so... Well, I wonder how that's going to go. So, well, it, it's it's funny because you my bring work me? wife is also my girlfriend. Do you want to bring me? I can't bring you, unfortunately. Why not? Because Why not? it's it's uh, significant others and spouses only. Excuse me? I don't make the rules. Do they not understand co-host fits under that vocabulary? But it's always the joke like, oh, you don't like your, you don't want your wife to meet your work wife. Well, technically, my girlfriend is my work wife because she works at, at part time at the games. Right. Yep. So that's kind of funny. Uh, and then, so we'll do our Christmas ex- exchange the week after. We'll just do it like in the middle of the day while we take time. And we also do like an ugly Christmas sweater contest. Okay. So this is just fun. So what you're wearing, is that going to be part of the contest or you plan on getting some more? You know, I haven't decided yet. Um, I have some options. I, I'm, I'm thinking it through. Of course you do. Mr. Mm-hmm. Festive well, Matthew. You no, know, I am a big you Christmas guy. You so are I, elf. Well, I am. I am buddy the elf. <laughs> literally. So maybe that will be an option. Who knows? Uh, yeah, dude, you should do that. Sorry to spoil it for anybody else who listens to the podcast, but. Oh, well. Oh, well. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, well, Matt, we were supposed to talk about a lot uh-huh. of things, we just but <laughs> we just, just kept rambled going. On. <laughs> um, I will definitely tease out that I certainly would like to talk about. Um, for next week, uh, if y'all haven't watched Squid Games uh, for 10 episodes, right? It's 10 episodes for season one, apparently. They confirmed a season two. Sure. Um, that's okay. If you don't want to watch all 10 episodes, look. Mr. Beast decided to make a squid game himself. Would you like uh, to give your spoiler alert now or later? That's my spoiler alert. We're oh, talking okay. about Mr. Beast's okay. squid games. That's okay. good. good to know. Uh, why? What was it? What was it no, for later? No, no, no. Just, just asking. You wanted to give a spoiler alert now or wait until after you spoiled it? Oh, my God. You dipshit. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we may have the sports. I don't even know. We'll see. Let's say you start a podcast, or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, Solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to Solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide into the sports topics we have for you all today. Um, We are going to start with the NBA. Mike, the NBA season uh, is underway for a little over a month now. Uh, So I figured we'd talk on some of the big storylines. Maybe the most underrated one is because, you know, God forbid you tune into ESPN and you you hear about this kind of stuff. Uh, There's a team that's on a 16-game win streak. Uh, Mike, who do you think that team is? You know, it's so surprising you're bringing up an underrated team. 
You're also bringing this up on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm going to come up with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, you would be incorrect. It Damn is it. it is the Phoenix Suns, a 16-game win streak. Really, I'm not kidding. I think ESPN just started posting about it like two days ago. It's it's really incredible. Like, why would you talk about, you know, the best win streak in the NBA this season? <laughs> um, and I think it's just funny. Like, coming into the season, everyone's like, oh, it's the Lakers, or the Nuggets, or the Jazz, and it's like, well, how about the team that went to the finals last year? The team that's basically the same roster, a little different, uh, and the two things that they needed, that everyone said they needed, was a better backup center, and they got JaVale McGee, which is weird to say that's an upgrade, but it is. (laughs) And then they said they needed a guy off the bench that can score. And they bring in Landry Shamit, who is doing really well. And everyone's just kind of like, oh, hey, look at the Suns. This is weird. It's like, is it? I don't know. Am I biased because I'm a Suns fan? Can you tell me that? I, I, listen, anytime when it comes to streaks, I mean, they had a Russell Westbrook tracker for their triple doubles. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when the, the Warriors were on a hot streak, when they you know, had the best record in the NBA and then they ended up losing to the Cleveland Cavs. Um, they were tracking that. When the Miami Heat was on a win streak, when the year after they won the championship, they were on a winning streak. Uh, you know, Matt, I I think ESPN and all other media companies that, that are influenced by basketball besides nba and tnt because you you can't go wrong with those guys those guys are a wild card you just (laughs) you take them for what they are i think they are paying too much attention to quote the popular people um Mm -hmm. and they're not recognizing the stuff that people like the phoenix suns are doing and and that's a shame yeah i believe um i'm trying to find let me tell you uh the nba app is not easy to find stats you think it would be uh, but it's not. But I want to look at what this real quick. Um, if I actually know how to Don't work, how to work the app, <laughs> I believe Chris Paul is leading the league in assists. He is. So Chris Paul is averaging ten assists a game. Uh, James Harden is second with nine point four. So he's he's still playing up to his up to his standards. Uh, now it's a long season. They haven't played a hard schedule, but I also I haven't been able to watch a lot of games myself. They're still not clicking. And it's kind of cool to see that they're not really playing the best that they could be and still win 16 games. Uh, but Mike, now as a team, the season just started a month ago. You would think that the Suns have the best record in the NBA, correct? You would think. Right. Well, would you like to take a guess at who does have the best record in the NBA? Uh, the Washington Wizards. That is incorrect. They are a surprise 13-7. and seven. And they are in third place in the East. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are 18 and 2. Yikes. Yeah, the Suns are 17 and 3. Warriors are 18 and 2. Uh, they actually played, t- well, they would have played Tuesday this week. They play tomorrow as of this recording. So that'll be a fun game. Um, also, fun fact they play on Christmas. So that kind of worked out well. Good. The NBA Christmas schedule, by the way, I looked at it. They did a really good job so Baller. far. Uh, but the Warriors, Steph Curry is just insane. Um, there's a stat, I really don't have the exact numbers in front of my face, of uh, most games in NBA history with like 9 or 10 field goals made. Steph Curry uh, has the record with like 
I think it's like 40 or close to 40. Second place is James Harden and Damian Lillard with nine total in the history of the NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Since April, Steph Curry has like 11. So he has the record in the past six months, let alone his whole career. Jeez. The man is just insane. He's easily the MVP. And the question is, Clay Thompson's not back yet. He's getting close. And they said he looks very good. I thought I saw he got pushed back to he got pushed down to the development league. No, I don't think so. I think he's just starting. The, maybe he might be playing like a rehab game. Probably rehab. Yeah. Uh, but my question is not are the Warriors back because the Warriors are clearly back. My question is, how are fans going to react? Are they going to hate the Warriors like they used to, or are they going to say, you know what, it's good to see them back where they were? Because that's really it's a toss up. I think you'll find a majority of them saying, oh, it's good that they're back. What I will say is when it will start coming back to, oh, the Warriors are back to the NBA Finals. The Warriors are back to the NBA Finals for the past, like, five years. Um, like we've always discussed, it's, it was nice seeing the Bucks and the Suns uh, in the NBA Finals. It was nice seeing Toronto show up uh, mm-hmm. against the 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 Warriors. It was nice to see the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. Although we could have been okay without the Los Angeles Lakers. Apparently, in the Disney Trophy. Uh, well, it didn't count. It didn't count. Apparently. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I think it'd be nice to see them come back, but to just come back and plateau. That that would be my my uh suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm a little more biased as a Suns fan. I obviously would. I, I'm happy to see Steph get the respect he deserves because Steph Curry also is better at shooting threes than anyone else is doing at doing anything on the planet. Well, he has the number one. He's number one in most three pointers made ever. And that's yeah. passing Ray Allen, Reggie, Reggie Miller, and, and all those people who shot threes like a monster. It's, it's really, it's just insane to see. And I hate to say it, but Draymond's playing really well. He's playing really good defense. And it's it's scary that they're 18-2 and they don't even have Clay back. Like, that's yeah. really, really weird to think of. Uh, I think people also forget Steve Kerr is a good coach. Uh, Bob Myers, the GM, he built a good team. Like, it's a good run organization. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why people were surprised that they were this good to start i i I thought they were going to be good i didn't think they'd be this good but it seems like everyone's like oh wow like this is a total surprise like no one thought they'd make the playoffs it's like well they were going to be healthy in november like of course they were gonna it's it's steph curry he's not going to be on a bad team forever no um so moving on from teams that are starting well uh the let's move to the milwaukee bucks so struggled early uh, they were under 500 for a lot of the times. Mike, they are now 13 and 8. I believe they've won seven in a row. So they were seven and eight. Um, so right now they sit fourth in the East. I still don't see anyone in the East other than Brooklyn like competing with, with Milwaukee just because this is entering that time of Giannis's career where he's just going to take off. Yeah. And. Other than Kevin Durant, like there's no one in the East that can comp- compete with him. And I'm not saying Durant can defend Giannis. I'm just saying, like, if you look at the teams in the Eastern Conference, there's uh, there's no other two stars better than Durant and Gian- Giannis, like on their level. 
Yeah, I mean, back when the years that, you know, D. Wade, LeBron, Paul George was in the East, like, you had a lot of competitive teams. Uh, you know, at one point, the Brooklyn Nets had Kevin uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. They, they literally mm-hmm. had the Celtics come to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah. And then you had the Celtics who were young but very well fit as a team uh Mm -hmm. and then you had the atlanta hawks who obviously had um at one point the best record uh in the nba at one point yeah uh derrick rose and the bulls derrick rose and the bulls uh carmelo with the knicks carmelo with the knicks kind of uh yeah i mean there was a lot of competitive teams but now since all those teams have either moved to the west (laughs) or have just phased out uh you know it's you don't have much competition and we've always said that there's there's less competition in the east than there is in the west um and and you know it's it's tough because do we start seeing the bucks show up to the nba finals every single year now and does that does that make us them the hated team that oh man the bucks are again or nba finals like i think i think we may see that point there is an interesting quote from Giannis. Uh, and I don't have I don't have the exact quote, but not the Oreos. Oh, what, it was not the Oreos. Something about like someone asked him like, "What's his next challenge in life?" And I I I, I can't. I'm not going to look for the quote. I'm too lazy. It was something like winning a championship in not a different city, but he said it made it sound like he would be open to winning a championship in a new city. And it's like, dude, you just won the NBA championship and you just signed an extension like that's a weird thing to say uh but you're right like this could be the new LeBron run like we don't know we don't know we don't uh did you see Stephen A. Smith's take on Kevin Durant like a few weeks ago I have not okay um so obviously the Nets don't have Kyrie he's out with his vaccine issue um Stephen A. Smith said Kevin Durant should have signed with the Knicks Okay, and he said he is going to regret the day he did not sign with the Knicks. Like the Brooklyn Nets are in first place in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Now what he he was I think Stephen A was more so throwing his frustration on Kyrie and saying Kyrie's kind of like quitting on Kevin Durant. Whatever. I'm not going to make that take. But you know the Nets lost a game to the Warriors and Stephen A just went off like he made the worst decision of his life. They were two seconds away from from beating the Bucks in the in the playoffs last year and going to the finals. Like just because they're not, they lost a game. Like the the, the Brooklyn Nets are three and a half ga- three games above the New York Knicks. How can you make this take when the Nets went farther in the playoffs last year? They clearly have the better roster. I don't understand what, where Stephen A was going with at that. I think it was. I think it's just all talk. I mean, it's it creates chaos. Um, you know, it, it, we all know how Stephen A. Smith's following is. Uh, it's just it's just a place to start to start chaos and you know be able to to start something. And really, in reality, let's just focus on the game and let's play. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. It's just it's just it comes to a point where can we just talk about what's happening on the floor and not what's happening off the floor? Because that's really what we watch basketball for. Uh, the other team that is struggling is Los Angeles Lakers. Mike, they sit at 11-11 and 11 right now. Make a wish. <laughs> um, LeBron was injured for a lot of it, but I think 
think we both kind of said on this show, the roster's not built that great. They don't have a lot of shooting. Uh, Carmelo is actually having a really good year, which is That's surprising. Uh, Westbrook is in full form. Um, I don't know. Like right now, they're eighth in the Western Conference, and they would be in the playing tournament for the second straight year. I, I'm another Stephen A. Smith take that I'm going to kind of piggyback on. I think LeBron's won his last NBA Finals. Oh, it's a lot. I mean, th- do you this this roster right now is not going to compete in the playoffs? It's just not. I don't know if you have anything different to say. Yeah, you you realize. I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna hop on it and analyze what what you and Steven said, um, you know, the fact that they build teams around LeBron, like you know, when Anthony Davis came along, like yeah, okay, well that was because LeBron wanted Anthony Davis on the team. Uh, you know, there's a lot of variables that go into it instead of people getting excited for LeBron coming. I mean. In most cases, LeBron coming to a team is more revenue for the team because then everybody's going to watch it who's not a huge diehard Phoenix Suns fan. Um, they're going to tune in and watch it. Uh, you know, it's revenue, but then it's also, okay, well, now we need to find people because the more he loses, the more he, uh, you know, the, mo- the more people start hating him and saying like, oh, you're the greatest of all time. You should be doing this stuff. What's been really funny is... To kind of side with, he may have won his last NBA title. I've been seeing more headlines of LeBron getting fined or in trouble uh, than any other season that I have ever been a part of. LeBron mm-hmm. got, I think, fined $15,000 for doing an inappropriate gesture, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, which yeah. I don't even know. Was it, what did he do? Do you, do you know what he did? I have no idea. Um, yeah. you know, got suspended his first time ever for a game because he, you know, decided to almost punch, uh, Stewart. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these things that culminate into, okay, maybe he is, it's kind of like, it's kind of like as you get older, like start losing a little things, like maybe LeBron's losing it, losing it in his prime athleticism. <laughs> I think he's drinking before games. I'm going to throw that out there. I think he is <laughs> dr- drunk on wine while he's playing the NBA, uh, and he should be ashamed. And I think the NBA needs to look into that matter. Uh, that's coming from me and me only. I have no other sources. Um, <laughs> Verified. <laughs> real quick, take a guess, Mike. Who has the worst record in the NBA right now? The a worst record rapid in the fire. NBA. Uh, the Jazz. Uh, the Jazz are 13-7 and seven right now. Oh, never mind. Uh, the Houston Rockets... <laughs> Houston Rockets are three and sixteen. Oh, which is tough. Uh, Mike, who is leading the league in scoring points per game? Kevin Durant. And oh, there's another one. Yeah, um, I just realized this. Shoot, uh, Steph Curry. That is correct. Okay. Woo. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll do one more here. Um, please hold. Rebounds. Who is leading the league in rebounds? Draymond. Fourteen and a half. That is incorrect. It would be Rudy Gobert. Okay. Yep. The. uh, I'm not going to say what I'm going to (laughs) say. Um. So let's let's move on to our final little topic here. Um. So this one's just kind of like a general discussion, I guess you could say. Not really like a specific sports topic. It got me thinking. uh, Odell Beckham in the NFL was. Bounced around now from team to team, got cut by the Browns, is now with the Rams. Uh, and now he did have a good game this past weekend with the Rams. 
But, and I'm not saying Odell is a bad receiver. That's not what I'm going to say. But he got a lot of hype, Mike, if you remember from that one-handed catch he had in the end zone. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, he's incredible. And then really since then hasn't been the same. And I'm not saying it's him. He hasn't had great quarterbacks. Now he's on a decent team. Let's see if he plays well. But what do you think are some of the most overrated plays in sports? It doesn't have to be a specific play like the Odell Beckham catch. It can be something like, for example, I'll get my first one. I think one-handed catches in the NFL and college football are overrated. I think they're cool. I love watching them. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say that this guy is a good receiver because he made a one-handed catch, because sometimes I can catch a football with one hand. And these guys wear gloves that are very sticky. So I think it's a cool play. I think it's a little overrated when we say guys with the best hands in the NFL because we saw a guy catch the ball for the Giants this past weekend with his back and was like falling on the ground and he just slid his hand underneath and caught the ball. Like that's that's, cool. there's not, that's luck. Yeah, no, that is luck. Um, on top of that one-handedness, uh, one-handed rebounds where they go up, grab the ball, and then mm. they catch it, and then they bring it down with their other hand. Fundamentally stupid. That you should that influences kids to try to rebound with one hand, and there's no way a kid can rebound with one hand. Like, fundamentally sound, both hands up, both hands come down. That's, that's always been a thing that always annoyed me when I saw younger kids rebound with one hand. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off that. This is, I know what, things have changed with three-pointers in the NBA, I hate when I see a center, defensive or, or offensive, on offense or defense, when they go up for the rebound and they just tip it back. Like, like the they'll bucket. go up for the rebound and just like tip it back to the three-point line. Grab the ball. Oh, yeah. You're right too. under the rim. Oh, just yeah, just try grabbing me. it and throwing it back up. Like yep. it's, you take the risk of throwing it right to the guy for like a transition layup. It's, yep. it, it blows my mind. And guys do it now all the time. Yeah, that's... Oof. That that is really crappy. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have any others. I think in baseball, if I had to pick one, um, uh, I don't know. I can't really sliding think. Sliding head first. Yeah, I think that's a good one. It's just dangerous. It, very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stupidest play: sliding on first base. Yeah, that's you're an dumb idiot. Too. You're yeah, an idiot. You're, you're just an idiot because you're actually not saving any time, and like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, you're out anyway. I think it's actually proven that it is faster to run through the first base than to slide. Um, for people who don't know baseball, you can run like in the diamond shape. That is the only base that you could actually run through after a ball is hit. Like, it's just so dumb. And it's you know it's it's cool watching that play as a fan too. Because you sound so smart when they get out by sliding. Oh, man, if he would have ran through, he might have had a shot. Like, it makes you sound a lot smarter, which is, I love things like that, too. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's practically all I can think of um, as far as, like, overrated plays. I don't know if you have any left. Um, no. I was going to make a soccer joke. I'm not going to make a soccer yeah, joke. I was going to make a golf joke. Yeah, I was not just going to say it. the sport of soccer. Yeah. You can say, say yours. Watching golf. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Oh, shout out Brooks Kepka defeated Bryce and Shamo in their oh, golf match. Absolutely go. smoked them. Yeah. You hate to see it. <laughs> really? Um, real quick before we get to down in the dumps, um, 
The New York Mets, Mike, today signed pitcher Max Scherzer, a three-year, $130 million deal. He is set to make $43 million. The Pittsburgh Pirates and Baltimore Orioles are projected to not spend that much on the entire team this year. And he's making that as one player. (laughs) Salary cap. There it is. There it is. Uh, And that concludes the sports topics we have for you all today. Let's get into Down in the Dumps. I think I'll go first, if you don't mind. I don't really have a big one. I just have a lot of little small ones. Um, I'll get some of the stupid sport ones out of the way. Uh, The Yankees just aren't doing anything. They're just... They suck. They they suck. They suck in the season. They suck on the field. And they suck building a team. Because we heard all of these rumors, oh, big changes are coming. And now they don't want to spend money on a free agent shortstop. And guys are signing left and right. And then we also have the lockout that's supposedly happening this year, or this week, and then you can't sign, guys. It's depressing. Um, what else is depressing is watching Ben Roethlisberger play quarterback. Oh, yeah, I saw the memes. Um, <laughs> it's really sad. It's, it's, it's just very, very sad. As a, long di- as a diehard Steelers fan, I love Ben Roethlisberger as a football player. Um, and it's just very sad, and it breaks my heart. It's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a few others. My feet have just been constantly cold today. I don't know why. Uh, I've been wearing socks. I'm wearing fuzzy socks on now. Double up, baby. My feet are freezing. Um, to go along with that, I still don't have a heater for my desk at work, and I sit right by the window on the concourse. In my office, it doesn't help. Um, and yeah. Um, I had another one. Yeah, it was work related. Maybe it wasn't that important. Um. Oh yeah, I I did I I briefly mentioned this last week. I did buy a new car. Yeah. Um, and now my bills are just going to start piling up in like two months. And I'm going to be a broke bitch. Don't forget the loans on top of that. That's that's included. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Loans not included. <laughs> so I am now officially an adult. Um, don't grow up, kids. Welcome to adulthood, my friend. Yeah, it's not fun. I think that's all I got. Okay. You aired it out. That's okay. I feel, I feel better. I do feel little better. Virtual hug. Little virtual little, little, back. <laughs> little virtual dap. Little virtual <laughs> Um, I, I only have two. I only have two. Um, okay. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't feel down in the dumps this week if I really have to be honest. But um, my first one is corporate America. Uh, yeah. Thursday. <laughs> Just Love it. Straight up corporate America. Uh, we were getting gas. Uh, I was filling up Jenna's car with gas, and then I was going to fill up mine, and I noticed that, you know, I wanted to get coffee. And I saw that the Dunkin' was still open. And as I was getting my, my coffee, I, I realized that, that there were people that were working at the Dunkin' that, that weren't home celebrating Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, the irony of me buying a coffee and supporting their patronage when <laughs> they should be home celebrating their, uh, you know, their, their, their Thanksgiving with their family. So, I mean, I, I, thought, I thought Black Friday wasn't the worst. 
Um, I saw reports. Did you go that out? I did not. Um, but I've heard like reports that like it was less. Uh, people are more doing online shopping, which like okay, it's still affecting our delivery drivers and our postal workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, COVID probably also is keeping some people COVID out from shopping. Yeah, COVID is a huge thing. Um, I guess another down in the dumps is there's a third variant that's going along. Yeah, what um, the frick? What the frick, man? Like, <laughs> Listen, COVID, just, can you just, like, frick off, please? Get, uh, okay, yeah, buddy. Let's let's settle down here. Let's. <laughs> you had your time. Okay? You had your time. <laughs> you would like to get back to our regular scheduled programming Listen, now. Listen, who sang Gangnam Style didn't have this long, of a, uh, this long of a Hall of Fame here. He only had it for right. only a short amount of time. That's uh, a fact. Facts. Um, and then my final one is Twitter. Uh, if you didn't see the news oh, already, Matt, Jack Dorsey yeah. is stepping down as the CEO. Uh, the thing that was down in the dumps for me uh, was that he released his statement, screenshot via email, wasn't accessible to anybody with a screen reader. So that entire block of picture, <laughs> not accessible to anybody. <laughs> not oh, funny. <laughs> because... Well. It's just, I mean, yeah, you could say, well, that's Twitter for you. Like, but, ironic. But then his Atina Part, uh, wait, no, Partwig Argrawal, if I said that correctly, I apologize if I completely botched it. Um, he is now the CEO. His response was alt text accessible. So kudos wow. to, to um, Partwig uh, or Partwig. Partwig, Partwig, or Partywag. Uh, his name? I think so. His name's wow. Ar- his last name's Argoral, but let me see here. That's let's just incredible. check. Let's just check the good old Jack. Um, I mean, I I've, I've noticed. I mean, from what I've been hearing in in some of the 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 research, not the research, but like some of the things that people have been saying, um, the frick, uh, he was more focused with Square more than Twitter. Okay. Um, I, I do commend I've I've also heard things of like how he manages people was like really wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but he really made a good point that, that kind of make me kind of made me think about a lot of things. Um so in his second paragraph for his for his ridiculous and non-accessible email, um it said there's a lot of talk about the importance of a company being founder led. Ultimately I believe that's severely limiting and a single point of failure. I've worked hard to ensure this company can break away from its founding and fa- founding and founders. Um, and then he goes into three reasons. You think about it, somebody who founds a company, they see it from the ground up. Uh, and like, it's an influence, a huge influence when it comes to making decisions because that person has been there from the start to mm-hmm. it, where it is now. Um, mm-hmm. You have that a lot of trouble in, in corporate America. Uh, his name's Pereg. P-A-R-A-G. Uh, Pareg Argarol. Um, I don't know the name. But then literally the night before he tweeted um, his statement about resigning from Twitter, he one day ago, well, this was yesterday, he tweeted, I love Twitter. I mean, who doesn't? To be honest. Listen, as long as Twitter stays the same, I, I don't care if, if, I don't care who runs Twitter. Mm-hmm. I just need to stay the same. And everybody's like, I hope there's an edit button. And I'm like, why do you need an edit button if you've been okay these past X amount of years that you've been on Twitter? I mean, people have been clamoring for an edit button for a long time. But they don't understand the craft. Yeah, probably. (laughs) 
it's like a fine wine. No one knows what a fine wine is around here. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, if we have an edit button, then what the hell is the point of old takes exposed Twitter? Like yeah. that whole Twitter account just goes away, and that's like one of the best Twitter accounts there is. I mean, screenshot. Yeah. But when do you it's... ever screenshot at the time that you think, oh, this one's a good one? <laughs> right. You never so, know. It's unfortunate. But, Jack, mm-hmm. I hope all is well in your future endeavors. Um, endeavors. Uh, and uh, stay tuned. Open invite. Friend. Open invite to come on the podcast and talk about it anytime you want. <laughs> oh, my God. Out of the three people who created their own their own companies, I think Jack would probably be the the one that we would be able to get on. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because I just talk about Twitter like it's my favorite thing in the world, so that probably plays a big part of it. And then I could talk about well, they took Vine and then mm-hmm. Square and then was it Squarespace? Yeah, Squarespace. No, um, Periscope. Square. Sorry. Square. Yeah, Square. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple other things. Cash App. Did we have Cash App? I don't believe so. I think Cash App is their own thing. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and that, that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Make sure you leave a rating. You leave a like. You can't see dislikes anymore on YouTube, so um, don't oh, dislike I know us. Uh, it's slowly getting there. Um, oh. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media. You can find all of our social media at solo.to slash funny business mr matthew mm-hmm. your advice for this i have great podcast. i have fantastic advice today i'm ready um so this is advice that might not apply to every person because i might have okay. already done this but if you're listening to this episode if you have not already go ahead and wish my co-host a happy birthday <laughs> there it is happy birthday mike there it is. Happy, for he's a birthday. jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. For he's a jolly good fellow. It's nobody can deny. Hey. Happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday cake. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Pin the tail in seahorse. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Squidward. Squidward. There it is. Yeah. 26. <laughs> the big 2-6. Saquon here. That's what they're calling it? Well, that's what I just called it. It's a boring year, 2-6. I mean, from yeah. now on, it's all boring until you hit 30, 40, 50, and 60, and 70, and 80, and 90. I feel like 30 is just going to be depressing. Right. Yeah, well, 69 true. is the only. <laughs> 30 is going to be depressing. 30 is very depressing. Yeah, well, like, 20s. to be honest, like, I feel like once you turn 30, you're just 40. Like, have you ever met someone who's like, oh, yeah, I'm 33? Like, No. <laughs> I don't know a 30. Like, have you ever met anyone that says they're 37? Those people don't exist. You're just 40. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Matt, I, I appreciate the, the, the sincere wishes. Um, you know, 25 has been, been, been great. Um, but I think what's been really great is being able to do this podcast every week. So, uh, <laughs> who's cutting onions? You've uh, always <laughs> been a friend. Uh, I remember oh, last. I remember last year, and I always hate to bring up nostalgia, but but it's very nostalgic when we're on this podcast. Uh, it was was your um, cameo for Kurt Angle mm-hmm. um, on my yep. birthday. <laughs> yes, yep. the weirdest yet best surprise I've ever received from a best friend. Uh, so it was it was well worth it. Um, my parents got me a trash can for my birthday. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
That's fantastic. And oh the worst God. part was I asked him for it. So That's even better. So That's it's really it's a simple human better. trash can. So in case anybody wants to break break in and, and get my simple human trash can, um it just goes to show that you're just you're trash, kid. Uh exactly. But yeah. It's also I, the one year anniversary of our Twitch account. Yeah, and right. you're already our affiliates, man, and and we're still growing. So, uh, we got a lot of big things coming down the pike. I always say mm-hmm. that, but you just wait. Listen, if we just keep saying it, it's going to be true one time. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're be like, remember episode eighty five? We said right. big things are coming while they're here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but that was also day two that we did um, the Fortnite event. Um, mm-hmm. That was when I streamed on Facebook Gaming when mm-hmm. we wanted to, and then you were on Twitch for the first time, which was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and, and hey, we we still chug along and and we still do this podcast, and uh, you know, we we ain't leaving yet. <laughs> no, we're not leaving, <laughs> not at all. Uh, so if you do celebrate your birthday today, happy birthday, uh, celebrities birthday on december 1st so if you want to come on the podcast i have no one on april uh let's see here up robert irwin happy birthday steve irwin's son yeah okay corinna koff happy birthday 25 Mm -hmm. uh 25 what yeah (laughs) uh i think that's current age no yeah it's definitely current age uh philip defranco happy birthday 35 um i'm just i'm still bet midler 75 okay Happy birthday, bet midler baby yep, shout uh let's see shout out bet uh let's see here anybody else that i know uh no that's 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 all I is know. this a new thing at the end of every episode we're just gonna shout out <laughs> well happy birthday this past wednesday so yes, yes uh and then uh natalie noel who i believe is david dobrik's assistant oh okay yes. sure yes david sure. david dobrik's assistant and then there's tyler joseph who is tyler joseph he Doesn't is a rock familiar. singer oh wow i'm gonna have the 21 pilots crew going against me oh um, man hmm. that's tough sorry damn he's a jolly good fellow he's a jolly good fellow he's a jolly good fellow we'll see you on the next episode of the funny business podcast stay safe everyone <laughs> <laughs>